How is your car payment treating you? What if I told you you could make a free phone call right now and reduce your car payment by as much as $83 a month? Look at your car payment closely. You could be paying as high as 20% interest. Rate Genius can help you reduce your car payments by reducing your interest rate to as low as 2.48% APR. We can refinance most existing car loans or leased cars, new or used, and save you money every month. Put more money back in your pocket. The call is free to find out how low we can lower your car payment. Five minutes of your time right now could save you hundreds of dollars a year. Call Rate Genius now. 800-811-7913. 800-811-7913. That's 800-811-7913. Not all applicants qualify for a loan or rate savings. Actual offer terms, including APR, are determined at the time of your application based on creditworthiness, value of the vehicle, loan term, and other factors. Live from San Francisco on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network, you are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with your hosts, Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi. Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's get it on! What up, though? Hello, everyone, and welcome to a very special edition of Wrestling Observer Live. Brian's on a boat. Mike Sempervivi is temporarily MIA, but this is your boy KG Kevin Gill, the man Ron Funches calls the voice of independent wrestling. You might know me a little bit better from Game Changer Wrestling, and we're here today to talk about everything that's going on in the world of professional wrestling. I thought I heard Mike Sempervivi creeping in, but while we wait, there's so much happening in the world right now. It's the holiday season. Uh, NXT was last night, AEW Dark. Uh, let's light it up in those comments on Twitch. Right off the bat, I want to send a shout out to everyone that uh, just supports and believes in professional wrestling. For me, this platform, this show, The Wrestling Observer Live, is something that I've, I've been listening to for, for many, many years. I'm a subscriber to the print version, and what a time it is to be alive. Coming to you live from San Francisco, California, and I didn't really have an agenda today, so maybe I would use this time to address certain inflammatory comments made about me last night by one uh, Matthew Cardona. Uh, You may know him uh, as Zack Ryder, would probably be the only way you know him. Uh, His desperate attempts to remain relevant are very interesting. Some would say successful. He has trended number one on Twitter, but uh, as an individual, as a human being, I find him uh, to be as phony as the orange tanner he uh, <laughs> surrounds himself in. He's a man that must remain in motion because if he stays in any place for more than a second or two at a time, he leaves a uh, a lasting orange stain. So that is what I have to say about Matthew Cardona. Uh, what do you what do you think about Matt Cardona? What do you think about GCW? What did you think about NXT last night? I thought it was uh, uh, an an interesting show to say the least. A lot of new talent, but you know what? I hear that bumper. We're going to throw it to commercial, and we're going to see if our friend Mike Sempervivi returns for segment two of Wrestling Observer Live. You've been putting back a few, and a few becomes a few too many. For a moment, you think of calling for a ride, but... Nah, you live nearby. What's the worst that could happen? You get pulled over. 
Your insurance goes up, you lose your license, you total your car, you kill someone. The results of driving drunk are tragic. That's why law enforcement is out there looking for impaired drivers to save lives. So if you think you're okay to drive after a few drinks, think again. Drive sober or get pulled over. Paid for by NHTSA. You may be into punk rock, soft rock, or classic rock, R&B, hip-hop, or house, country, techno, or techno country. But no matter what kind of music you listen to, here's something else you should hear. Please consider getting vaccinated. Talk to your pharmacist today about Comirnaty, COVID-19 vaccine mRNA. This message brought to you by BioNTech and Pfizer. If you're taking a calcium supplement, it's probably not doing what you think it is. That's because you still lose bone density with traditional calcium supplements. That's where calcium from algae comes in. Algae Cal Plus doesn't just stop bone loss. It's the only supplement ever shown to increase bone density in clinical studies. That's right. Algae Cal Plus increases bone density, even if you're in your 80s. That's because your bones need more than just calcium and vitamin D to stay strong. There are actually 13 minerals and 3 vitamins needed to build healthy new bones. And Algae Cal Plus contains all of them, and it's proudly made in the USA. Your calcium doesn't increase bone density. Algae Cal Plus does. Talk to one of our bone health consultants today and see how Algae Cal Plus can start increasing your bone density. Call now. 800-437-8217. 800-437-8217. That's 800-437-8217. Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-215-6812. 800-215-6812. That's 800-215-6812. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Brian Alvarez is at sea. Mike Sempervivi is in the digital stratosphere. And your boy KG Kevin Gill is holding it down across Sports Byline, across Twitch, for all the troops overseas. It's going down. And one of the things that's caught my eye and my attention is uh, regarding some statements that Tony Khan has made regarding AEW Dynamite, airing, of course, tonight. Uh, The man has promised huge announcements as well as a a surprise. And if you look at the the history and the track record of uh, promised surprises in the wrestling industry overall, eh, mixed bag. If you look at uh, the track record of Tony Khan and AEW in terms of surprises and announcements, uh, the man has uh, six stars at the Tokyo Dome. You know what I mean? So 
the fact that they're putting this out there for such a loaded show, um, it really could open the door to, you know, we all know the holidays is the toughest time to, to get a rating and to get the audience's attention. However, is AEW stacking the deck so convincingly tonight with this lineup that they could possibly take a little notch into that loss that happens? We saw NXT last night uh, introduced AJ Styles into the mix to try to counter uh, that Tuesday night NFL um, taking nothing away from the the star power of Styles, you know what I mean? But uh, I think AEW has really stacked the deck for tonight. I know uh, Semper Vivi is going to jump back in, and he's excited because AEW tonight is the holiday bash dynamite from the Greensboro Coliseum in the wrestling town of Greensboro, North Carolina. Uh, and Mike Semper Vivi, what are your thoughts on the show tonight? Forget about my thoughts on the show tonight. Let's talk about the show right now and what kind of professional that Kevin Gill is to jump in here when we're having all sorts of technical snafus getting from Brian's studio to the byline, back to the beach on the East Coast over here, all this sort of nonsense. And look at you just going at it. What is going on, my man? Oh, it's it's a thrill to be here, Mike. As you know, I'm a, I'm a daily listener, a big supporter and fan, and it's an honor to share the airwaves, man. Much love to Granny, too, if I can say that. And much love to producer Dom, who was uh, doing some scrambling to save the day there. So here you go. A, a watermelon Red Bull for the working man that I'll, I will Woo! open up right there. And <laughs> Kevin A., look, again, I thank you very much for coming on the show. Obviously, thank you very much for covering for me here as I was able to jump on the the uh, the, the byline tie line and get this show started here, man. But, you know, I, I just when it is great to finally have you on here it's great to be able to talk about game changer wrestling but there's a lot that i'd love to get into today with you and and one of the things i wanted to talk a little bit about was tonight's aew show and i'm not sure exactly what you ran down there when it came to the show tonight did you have a chance to speak about the owen hart cup and some of the things that they have planned for that tonight no, I did not name any of those details. I was just about to, but the only thing I did mention was the Tony Khan is teasing uh, major announcements and a major surprise tonight on Dynamite, and his track record on delivering announcements and surprises is unparalleled. So that alone has my attention, and then we can run down that amazing card. Yeah, a absolutely. And, you know, they they have mentioned on Twitter and in other places they have put this out that tonight they are going to have a very special video on the Owen Hart Cup tournament, which will include stars of multiple generations speaking about his legacy. And what will be very cool for, I think, a lot of wrestling fans out there, I think some of us olds take this for granted because... You know, we've had a chance to see a lot of Owen in New Japan Pro Wrestling, but I think for a lot of people uh, who get a chance to see Owen Hart mix it up with Jushin Liger or or however they're, you know, so many guys uh, the, of that generation, one of the greatest generations of New Japan junior heavyweights that ever at that time when he was there, uh, they're going to be showing some of that too, including and as well as private movies that Martha Hart uh, wow. is allowing to be to be aired. So this is going to be a a very emotional, surely, and a very educational night, I think, for a lot of people that, 
you know, Owen has been, it's been a long time now, 1998, and we have so many of our listeners and, and viewers of this show that, I mean, they were born in the 2000s, so they, you know, they know the story of what happened to Owen Hart, but I don't think they really know in some ways, you know, who he was or how great his legacy is in the ring, because unless you saw that New Japan stuff and you only go off the WWE stuff, which is great, you know, a lot of it, you know, you don't really know how how impactful and how revolutionary of a guy he was. And how wonderful is it that now his his true legacy w- with the cooperation and the spirit of, of his family and, 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 and all the platforms that AEW can provide and to bring this this Owen Hart Cup uh, for for male and female performers like it, it's it's really just fabulous the whole the whole thing is fabulous absolutely and they have a Britt baker tony shivani christmas party which is going <laughs> to be set up and i don't know if you saw the little control center segment that tony shivani did where he invited on his former tag team partner in the booth david crockett to come on and tony did mention that he may be bringing the mistletoe and uh, he was kind of poked by David there a little bit. And I don't know if that's really all that good of an idea, considering Adam Cole has not been in a good mood recently, going back and forth with the best friends. And he will face off against Orange Cassidy tonight, as well as the TBS tournament semifinals between Nyla Rose and Ruby Soho, as well as Griff Garrison going for some revenge on Malachi Black. And that will all lead to the main event that I am very much interested in uh, MJF. Uh, yeah, just just a little bit. MJF and FTR against Sting, CM Punk, and Darby Allen. Sting's first match in Greensboro, North Carolina in 27 years. Wow. Man, it is a long time and even crazier. 34 years ago is when he faced off against Ric Flair, which means 35 years ago is when Jim Crockett Promotions bought the UWF and they got Sting. And it is it is wild that he is still going right now. It is going to be a wild scene for sure, I, I would assume, in Greensboro. And, boy, surprises being promised. I know there were a lot of people last week that were hoping that the Briscoes would kind of pop out there at the end and be that surprise, but it ended up being Sting and Darby Allen, which makes complete sense to lead into the match in Greensboro tonight. But, Kevin, you know, it's the the massive speculation station sometimes when it comes to AEW. They have a lot of tools at their disposal and a lot of people and surprises that they could try to pull off tonight. Would now be a good time for the GCW World, World Tag Team Champions to make their first appearance in AEW? It very well could be. The Briscoe brothers, Dem boys, have been on a roll. And, Mike, you followed their career uh, from a very up-close perspective for a very long time. And <laughs> not only have those guys not lost a step, but the, the level that they perform at is unprecedented. And in a way, as Ring of Honor has had its own challenges, it felt like less and less of the world got to be as hands-on familiar with the Briscoes' greatness. And now the world's attention is back on the Briscoes. The biggest audience possible is seeing the Briscoes. It, 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 it's about to blow up, in my opinion. The Briscoes are, are that damn good. And that, that why not? That, no time better than now. And with the challenges of the holiday season and the ratings, let's blow tonight up and, and see how it does. I think that's a great strategy. And if I may, Mike, real quick, you talked about Sting returning to Greensboro. Uh, there's a lot of missed opportunities in the wrestling business. One of the biggest missed opportunities of this generation was Sting not 
winning his big match at WrestleMania and then doing that big tour with WWE and coming to all these towns and wrestling one last time and appearing and all that. But instead, AEW is there to make the tactical move and and the feel-good vibes for the holidays, man. It really, really is. And I would assume that a lot of old traditions are going to be on display, or at least a lot of old old fuzzy war memories. Uh, it would be hard for me to believe that there's not going to be. I mean, Tully Blanchard is right there. I mean, so many of those guys that not only are in the ring – but work for, I mean, you forget about how many guys that now work for AEW behind the scenes that grew up as in the Jim Crockett promotions era. And in that, especially in that Dusty Rhodes era uh, of being the booker there where we got Flair and we got Dusty and we got the Horsemen and Sting and so many of these other great memories. And it is going to be fascinating to see how they weave all of that into the show tonight. And hey, everybody. We made it through one. Let's see if we have any more technical snafus for the rest of them. Mike Sempervivi, Kevin Gill, Wrestling Observer Live. I am a non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who've helped people that have been injured or wronged. If you've had a revision or removal surgery of a hernia mesh implant after 2008, pay close attention to this message. Hernia mesh manufacturers have recalled some of the mesh material that may have been used in your surgery due to high failure rate. The FDA has even blamed the recalled mesh material for some of the worst of the health issues reported by doctors and patients. If you've had two or more hernia surgeries for the same issue and you're having severe complications, call the legal helpline now. You could receive a free cash award and have your medical expenses covered. And there's no upfront cost to you. They only get paid if you win. So please call now. 800-817-2968, 800-817-2968, 800-817-2968, 800-817-2968, that's 800-817-2968. Hey, listen up, before the weather changes, get new windows in your home and save possibly hundreds on your energy bill. Call the window replacement hotline right now and take advantage of their special savings event. Get your leaky, drafty windows replaced with energy-efficient, beautiful, virtually maintenance-free windows at this year's rock-bottom prices. Our prices are so low, we don't want to scare the competition. The only way to hear about our window savings is to call. Yes, you must call our special toll-free number for the best window replacement prices in town. Get your new windows, patio doors, and more from the window replacement hotline get ready for the change in weather save on your energy bills call right now for tremendous prices on new windows and beautify your home call the window replacement hotline now 800-685-2080 800-685-2080 that's 800-685-2080 do you own an annuity either fixed rate indexed or variable Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. 
You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back on the show, Mike Sempervivi. Joined by Kevin Gill. This is Wrestling Observer Live. Brian Alvarez is still out on that big boat in the water somewhere, floating alongside Oreo the Orca. I am sure he is enjoying his time. I am sure he is enjoying not dealing with a whole bunch of headaches that come with doing this show sometimes. <laughs> so everything seems to be all settled now, KG. And, and, and you know, I, I have wanted to return to favor, uh, for a long time and have you on the show. And things just, you know, it hasn't really worked out to be for you to be able to come on as a, a co-host for the entire thing but you know you know far past the gcw thing like you know we're old you know we we, we go oh, back geez, in this baby. thing we go back for a minute here like you know that way back and in fact you know you're we're you know seasoned. i've been we're seasoned baby is that what you, you want to call it they say we're seasoned we're battle tested we're we're callous to the the way of this thing and i've been doing this now very experienced with with all the X's in there that that may be required depending on what the experience was at the time. But you know, twenty years I've I've been in this thing now, and in some form or another, uh, starting off at the torch doing Impact, or at the time it was NWA TNA weekly pay per views because. Who else was stupid enough to buy those, you know, for nine ninety five a week? I was. I thought it was a, a concept, and I was. I had to get away from WWE at the time. Same. Everything same, else brother. had died out. Yeah, and like in you, I had a viewing party for night one. Did you really? Absolutely. I had like twelve people over. <laughs> I felt bad though. I'll be honest. I felt. I kind of felt bad at the end because it wasn't well received. I was going to say, how many came back in the next week? Yeah, it was a very disappointing. Like, we were so hyped for it, and then there was, like, you know what I'm saying, little people in trash cans, and it wasn't what I was – there was some. There was some highlights, but it wasn't what we were expecting. Oh, puppet with Dusty Rose, a midget, <laughs> a, a beaten off in a trash can. This was These were words uttered on, on real TV. But, you know, that was when I got into this, but by that point, you know, you were already into all this, and – I guess for some people out there who really only know you as the GCW guy, or maybe they know you through Juggalos or something like that, like just the wrestling stuff, talk a little bit about like kind of who you were. And you don't have to give a big bio or anything, but like, I don't know if people, they see you with Lars, but like they don't know you were in the punk game in New York and putting out your own stuff for a long time and putting people on and they don't know about that. They don't know that you were in the video game business and you know, all of that sort of stuff and how you got the backyard wrestling stuff off the ground. Like talk a, just a little bit about who you are and where you came from to get to this point now. Sure, man. I appreciate the kudos. I mean, I'm a, I'm a wrestling and music fan from Queens, New York, and uh, like many people, I found an escape. I found magic in, in music and wrestling and video games. 
And my passion of in being in New York, a wrestling mecca, a music mecca, uh, it wasn't long before I, while being a wrestling fan, uh, I got to experience, you know, Madison Square Garden and Nassau Coliseum and, uh, you know, even got to see Jimmy Valiant versus Abdul the Butcher in Whitestone, Queens. I got to see Roddy Piper wrestle in Whitestone, Queens. Crazy things. But I was a fan and uh, uh, my fandom of wrestling and music led me to putting out uh, a series of New York hardcore records. I put out uh, 19 records for Striving for Togetherness Records, a New York hardcore label uh, best known for artists like Vision of Disorder, 25 to Life. Uh, no redeeming social value, six and violence. Um, that was a total DIY thing. I didn't have any experience. I was a kid who moved out of his house at 17 years old, but I saw an opening. I was like, how is this super underground band that I'm seeing play in a tiny room with everyone screaming the words? How do they not have a record? How are they not playing better shows? And I just learned how to do stuff. Let me book this band shows. Let me get this band a record deal. Why aren't I putting out the records? And uh, through that DIY approach, I got to meet and work with a lot of people, and this was at the same time that ECW reignited my passion for wrestling. So I was so I was escaping from hardcore music by going to ECW shows, working on the label uh, during the week, and uh, that was just an amazing crossover. Uh, that led to me getting an op my work in branding and marketing and and uh, all that led me to an opportunity with a startup company called Rock that wasn't even have a name yet, but it went on to be known as Rockstar Games. Um, so I was one of the first handful of people to work there, and I'm grateful for those opportunities. Uh, from there, I, I worked on a lot of great games there and had incredible opportunities. Uh, from there, I went to IDOS Interactive. I worked on games like Tomb Raider, Backyard Wrestling, Hitman. I got to create the Backyard Wrestling series. I got to do the soundtracks for it, uh, bring, tying all the other stuff together. So um, I feel very blessed to have the track record that, that I have and uh, to have worked on hundreds of video games and put out all these records. and. Uh, there was even a time with Rockstar Games where we uh, we had a, a signed contract from Paul Heyman to do the ECW video game, and uh, who knows how that could have changed everything. But in the end, it it wasn't uh, it wasn't meant to be. But I've gotten to meet my heroes mo and work with them. Most of them are awesome, and uh, I really wouldn't change a thing. I'm I'm just grateful to be here and to lend my experience and my uh, POV from a DIY New York hardcore underground every man's perspective but with kind of a maybe a worldly overview now how did they how did you get past the mic in pro wrestling because a lot of people are like well how did you end up in the position that you're in like talking to me and it's just like you know well just i was a big wrestling fan that got on somewhere and i love to talk and i love to banter about wrestling and it just it started with the the Paresu power hour podcast and it just kind of went from there and then you know, here I am, you know, <laughs> still doing this thing, still learning, still grinding. But it's like, you know, there's, there was no book. I never learned how to do this right. stuff. Obviously, you can listen to me and tell, you know, I didn't go to college and get my mass comm degree. You know what I'm saying? It's like I just I just had a passion for something and I really poured myself into it. And I've learned everything as people have painfully uh, followed along with me in my process of trying to learn how to do video and audio and the nightmares of Cinelamente shows and all that sort of stuff. <laughs> like, you know, you know, but it's like, you know, nobody told me or trained me how to do this. When you first got the mic, who passed it to you? And did you have any experience doing anything when it came to wrestling play by play? <laughs> okay. So uh, the only experience I had doing wrestling play by play was literally sitting in the stands. And I, I would kind of call match, not the entire match or all the time, but I would kind of call certain stuff 
when I would just go to a show, you know what I mean? For my, me or my friend's amusement type of thing, like, uh, calling spots or calling little sequences with a little extra comedy or whatever. Um, but that's just messing around. You know what I mean? Uh, the first time, uh, the first time I ever got the mic, uh, Outside of wrestling, I got the mic a lot in video games. Like Rockstar would use me to talk to the press, talk to investors. They would fly me out to sell games to Walmart and other people. You know what I mean? I would actually go and do the talking. You know what I mean? I would do the pitching. So they they saw something in my talk and let me talk. But for wrestling, uh, my first opportunity in wrestling was being a referee. So referees don't talk. So I was just being a referee. And there was an independent show here in San Francisco and uh, a wrestler named Dylan Drake, uh, who's the champion. So he's he's the big dog. He's the vet. And uh, the camera crew is set up, and they call out to the locker room, hey, we need a, a mic check. Can someone check this mic? And everyone's just talking and lacing up their boots and whatever, and no one gets up. And I, I go, I can cut, check the mic. And they go, go ahead. So I just cut a, off the top of my head, like, 90-second promo about, like a radio commercial almost for what tonight's event was going to be. And at the end of the promo, the champion stood up, uh, Dylan Drake, and he said, why is this guy not on the microphone on our show? And because of the way wrestling works, they did not put me on the microphone on the show. They did let me cut a few promos down the line. But uh, at that moment, I felt like I should be commentating. Uh, and to answer the question, finally, the first first time, though, that was someone passing it to me. The first time I ever did commentary, I passed the mic to myself. It was the Backyard Wrestling video game tournament at the L.A. Convention Center with Super Dragon, M-Dog, Mac Cross, Man Man Pondo, all these people at the E3 video game convention. I put together a Backyard Wrestling tournament. It's an all-video game industry audience. The show starts. I was the ring announcer. As soon as the match begins, it just feels a little dead in the room because there's all these people that don't know how to react and respond. And I looked at the person who's producing the the booth for, for IDOS, and I say, it almost feels like it needs commentary. And she's like, it 100% does. So I just turned the microphone on, and I did play-by-play -play for a, a, a multi-day wrestling tournament. And I was like, oh, that was fun. But it, that was a, a pause. I, I didn't do anything officially uh until icp offered me violent j's spot on the commentary team violent j wanted to step away from commentary he wanted a new partner for shaggy two dope they thought it should be me and uh and then that that that's really the arc but Kevin, we got about a minute left to go in this segment here. How did you hook up with Game Changer as far as coming over and, and doing JCW, doing the GCW stuff and, and hooking up with them? I was a, a fan and a supporter of Game Changer Wrestling uh, from the beginning. And uh, when they announced the original Joey Janela Spring Break, that literally the second they announced it, I thought it was genius. I thought it was groundbreaking. Joey Janela was a very unsung hero of the Northeast. It was a big risk. Uh, for them, and I respected their hustle, and I asked if there was any way I could be a part of it. I was a little friendly with Joey and stuff at the time, and uh, Brett Lauderdale gave the okay, and I got to come in and call a match uh, at the original spring break, and I've worked every spring break since. You know, we're pushing up to break here, so I won't throw anything at you, and I I'll just, you know, say that that – it hasn't been that long since that first Joey Janela spring break, and GCW has obviously reached a certain level. And, you know, it, it really is about 
how they present themselves, the authenticity that they provide, and how they make their fan base feel. And in a time where WWE seems to be actively fighting their fan base, AEW obviously empowering their fan base, there doesn't seem to be a relationship anywhere in wrestling like there is between the fans of GCW and and, and themselves. So I want to get into that with you, as well as a whole lot of what GCW has coming up, including the Indie Wrestling Hall of Fame, which I think is another really cool concept. Kevin Gill, Mike Sempervivi, Wrestling Observer Live. When others treat your fries as an afterthought, all you're left with are cold, soggy fries. That's why Wendy's new fries are ones you won't forget, guaranteed to be hot and crispy, or we'll replace them. We're talking natural cut skin on fries, perfectly seasoned with a hint of sea salt. In fact, they're even preferred almost two to one over McDonald's. These are fries so hot and crispy, they beg a new question. What would you like with your fries? Try them today, only at Wendy's. A participating U.S. Wendy's taste preference based on a national taste test by an independent research company. When you want to protect your IRA or 401k, don't trust it to just anyone's hands. It's your money. You earned it, and you deserve the best protection available. That's where Augusta Precious Metals comes in. We've provided gold and silver IRAs to thousands of Americans, including Joe Montana himself, the Hall of Fame quarterback. Augusta is trusted by all these people because we have a simple process requiring little more than a phone call to book an appointment for a one-on-one web conference on the benefits of buying gold inside your IRA. Our objective, to educate you on the economy and on the way Americans are using gold as an important part of their wealth protection plans. So do what Joe Montana did. Protect your IRA with gold and silver. Call Augusta Precious Metals right now. 800-251-0427. That's 800-251-0427. Here's a simple solution for you. If you have back pain, knee pain, or any other pain in your body, it's as simple as drinking a glass of water every day. Your body is over 60% water, and drinking the best water you can get is crucial for your health. Echo Antioxidant Water, developed by Synergy Science, is the best water you can drink, and it's only available through this special radio offer. Over 1,000 research studies have shown that the powerful antioxidant used in Echo Antioxidant Water can reduce inflammation, improve brain function, help you sleep better, and boost gut health. With just two glasses a day, you can experience these benefits right from the comfort of your home. Some people have even replaced their morning coffee jolt with Echo Antioxidant Water. Call now and learn which Echo product by Synergy Science is right for you. We offer free shipping and a full 30-day money-back guarantee. Change your health by simply changing your water. 800-944-1789 That's 800-944-1789 Take the spa experience home with Alico's Luxury Sauna Line. Choose from a unique variety of indoor or outdoor saunas that come in multiple shapes, sizes, and wood types, handcrafted from the highest quality materials. View our full selection at alico.com to find the perfect match for your lifestyle. That's A-L-E-K-O.com. 10% off plus free shipping on any item. Use code RADIO10 at checkout. Alico.com. Monthly financing available. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. 
I could have said something right there, but I wanted to let that Skies New Track play a little bit more. Wrestling Observer Live, Mike Semper Vivi here with you. Kevin Gill is joining me, the homie, the OG. He's not the big homie, because right now, Brett Lauderdale, that's the big homie, and that is what we're going to get into right now. Game Changer Wrestling, what has been going on, what is going on, what is going to be coming up for this uh, promotion, which is growing by leaps and bounds, Kevin, and I mentioned it before the break. You know, PWG and their fans have a special relationship. I've seen it with AEW and their fans in Chicago, special relationship. You know, indie wrestling, that's what it's built on. It's built on, you know, your your locals and your people and your fans. It just, those people, getting them enthralled, getting them motivated to come to your show, to spend money, to support you, to come out there every single time, you know, no matter what the weather is, no matter what, what is going on, like that's how you build a promotion from the ground up. You got to empower your fans. And it does not seem like right now, and I could be wrong, I could be a little biased because, you know, GCW has been one of the only promotions that's really made me feel something here in the last couple of years. Like, is am I am I overselling it, or is the relationship between the fans and GCW a little bit more special than than it seems to be in other places right now? Oh yeah, I mean, I, I've never seen anything like it in wrestling, and like you said, there, I think AEW has a great bond with their fan base. What you said with PWG is a hundred percent true. But the engagement and the connection with Game Changer Wrestling is is, is on another level. And I mean, you see people are going. Show. People will die for Game Changer Wrestling. Yeah, for Game Changer Wrestling, for for MDK, for uh, their support on Patreon is unprecedented. Um, it, it's really hard to put into words. For me, again, I came up. You, you mentioned Lars Fredrickson earlier, and one of my favorite quotes that's almost become like a philosophy. It's from a Rancid song, and you just change bands to wrestlers, and it's the same thing. But it speaks of the same philosophy. All these bands, all these people. Um, Oh, now I'm messing up the quote. Well, we were friends and we were equals. You know what I mean? And that's the key thing. Like you're there, you're seeing your favorite bands. They're your friends. You're supporting this community. You're a vital part of this community. You have a voice in this community. You belong in this community. Do you know what I mean? And that feeling of belonging that I felt in the New York hardcore scene, the feeling of belonging I felt in the juggalo scene is the same feeling of belonging I feel in the game changer wrestling world. And it's the same thing I see with other fans. And and some of them are have been writing testimonials and such in in the Patreon, but it, it it's amazing to know that by who knew that listening to the people and giving them what they want and being acceptable and doing it from a grassroots level that you could really really connect with people and make them feel something. Mike, as you said, that that some of us haven't gotten to feel in some time, and for the younger fans, they might have never have gotten to feel before that excitement and that organic passion that you cannot produce script or write and you know everybody always makes the joke about the forbidden door like when it came to gcw it seems like and especially going to see the show in atlantic city and we talked about this when you invited me on uh the gcw podcast where you know there is no door it's come in and we're going to kick your ass out that door if you act a certain way or you treat other people in a in, in a certain way but everybody's welcome here and it not only shows you know when it comes to the fans when you look around and you see so many different types of people from all walks of life all just you know down in there gritty and and, and loving what you know they're you know they're watching and obviously what's around them but it also translates into the ring where 
again, GCW, it's one thing to put on shows and you have all these great flyers for all these, you know, great matches or, or, you know, competitive matches, PWG style of things, or you have WWE styles of shows and, or indie shows based on big stars, you know, big names that they'll bring in. But GCW is the place where, look, if you can go, doesn't matter what you look like, doesn't matter how big your name was, you're welcome to come in, whether you're Matthew Justice or whether you're Effie or whether you're Blake Christian or Nick Wayne. You know, there's a place for everybody here. Juicy Finale. Juicy Finale. I mean, from what you've Star seen. Starboy Charlie, you know what I mean? How, how, this, how has this evolution kind of, in your eyes, kind of been with... You know, look, Matt Cardona is obviously getting a lot of the attention now. Him and his, he's a horrible person. He's got a horrible wife. He's got a horrible attitude. He's just a terrible person. But he brings a big name in. And now you're seeing guys that, that were in the, the big leagues, quote unquote, did have their, their big contracts with WWE or somewhere else that, that want to be involved in GCW. I mean, it, it, it's got to be crazy to see how this thing has evolved and seeing some of the talent that's gone through there. Without a doubt. And right off the bat, everything about Matt Cardona is fake. Matt Cardona is not even married uh, from the, the fake tan to the, the, the dyed beard. You know what I'm saying? Uh, true. When Matt Cardona came in and took on Nick Gage in a death match, a match many people never expected to see Zack Ryder not only uh, uh, wrestle in but to go on and win. But uh, GCW trended number one in the world that night. And that was during a, a UFC pay-per-view and the Olympics. So you have to give the devil his due. But I think it's all about that that passion and the people who, whether you're Zack Ryder and you've been riding a, a chair and catering for years, hoping that the Mojo Rawley thing gets picked back up, or <laughs> you're someone who's actually on the bleeding edge of today's wrestling and maybe you're just out of a contract. Uh, maybe you're someone underneath that wants to get seen. I, I think all roads lead to GCW in the same way all roads lead to the Hammerstein Ballroom. There's... Uh, a passion, there's an openness, there's the art form of professional wrestling is practiced at GCW, and the fandom is very attuned to it, and I think if you're anyone in wrestling, and if you don't want to be there, you know what I mean, that's up to you, but I think it's hard to look at it and not want to be, not want to feel that. And, and I, I think that's dudes... a big part of why Matt Cardona wanted to move out of the perennial lower mid-card to be a main eventer for a second before he rage quit. <laughs> so yeah, he, he he quit like a, a B, uh, and, and that is up on the the GCW Twitter on Cardona's old Twitter, whining about just just a whiny person. But forget about him for from one bad person to another. One of the people driving the car to the Hammerstein Ballroom is Atticus Kogar, and I think one of the big paves of, of road that took place for GCW was Ricky Shane Page and 440. And I would still argue that for GCW fans, if you just took, you know, obviously there are bigger promotions that got more shine, but as far as a guy that may have been the best bad guy, and I'm going to put it in nice terms, like it's uh, PWI in the 1980s, the best bad guy in the business. I mean, nobody infuriated a fan base like 4-4 and Ricky Shane Page, and he really helped, even though, he, again, another terrible person, he helped really start to to get this thing going and by going after Nick Gage and going after just everything about GCW. 100%, because we talked about earlier the magic of this GCW experience and community, and, and prior to this, it was unpolluted, you know what I mean? And then you have Ricky Shane Page assemble an army of douchebags, and obviously radio language. Uh, 
to to try to ruin and to try to take over and corrupt what GCW means and and what what it's doing and ultimately obviously at the Art of War Games uh, Ricky was vanquished but Atticus Kogar so tenacious never stops moving forward you never see hesitation from him and uh, to say he's a blue chipper is an understatement. To say he's the people like him and Jordan Oliver are, are the future of, of this business, it, it's an understatement. And they about killed each other at Blood on the Hills and uh, took place last Saturday out at the Ukrainian Cultural Center in Los Angeles. That was the main event, no rope barbed wire match that they had. Flaming doors, there, there was glass involved. It, it was a hell of a thing, but... Give me your thoughts on that show, and there's a couple more shows that we're going to have going forward as we get into the Hammerstein. Obviously, there are the the shows taking place on uh, New Year's Eve weekend, but talk a little bit about those shows uh, coming up, but also about this one that just passed here uh, in L.A. this past weekend. Well, as you said, Mike, uh, we talked about the Briscoes earlier. Uh, the Briscoes were in action to, uh, defending the belts uh, against Brody King and PCO, both making their returns to GCW. That match, uh, standout, one of the standout matches of the night, uh, one you don't want to miss, of course, the replays on Fight TV. But to see the Briscoes versus PCO and Brody in the type of violent, super violent, bloody brawl that they had was truly spectacular. Uh, that main event barbed wire match, the first main event for both of those young competitors, Jordan Oliver and Atticus Kogar, w- was certainly something to see where Oliver totally out of his element, you know what I mean, and, and Kogar right at home in the wire. What what jumped out at you, Mike? With those two, it really is how a Kogar is, again, for his age, I just look at him and think if he doesn't kill himself in the ring, this guy is going to be a mega star and he's going to be a mega star for gcw for a long time going forward and jordan oliver he is just all the grit in the world i look at jordan oliver and nick wayne and i see the same thing i see a lot of the same kind of parallels and obviously nick's got a little bit of a different background than big breakfast has but it's like you just see this drive and this determination and this almost you look at them and you just look this baby face fight you just look at them and know that they have it. And Kogar's kind of got the same thing, but he's just it just in the opposite way. He's just such a devil and, you know, is willing to do almost anything, you know, including, you know, breaking out the, the glass, breaking out the, uh, the, the, the lighter fluid, all of that sort of stuff. But the amazing part is when you see him actually go in the ring and there's not all of that, all of that stuff. You know, all three of those guys I just mentioned, especially Nick, because of the the background that he has. I mean, the sky seems to be the limit for all of those guys, whether they're doing high violence matches or whether just they're just telling stories in the ring. Yeah. And and Tony Deppin and Nick Wayne had an absolute banger. You know, the, the show was just hot, hot from the rip. It opened with the scramble right into the Briscoes versus Brody and PCO. Deppin and Wayne absolutely tore it down. And how could we uh, not talk about Bussy, Effie, and Alley Catch defeating, definitively defeating, causing Matt Cardona to go on a, a like a trying emotional breakdown attack in the uh, the parking lot of the venue? Uh, what a match it was to see Bussy just reign supreme, and and to see the Cardonas, uh, the unmarried, totally phony Cardonas, just be vanquished and hopefully exiled. I tell you, it was a hot, sweaty night there. Who doesn't love hot, sweaty bussy? You know what I'm saying? Oh, it's the best kind of bussy. (laughs) 
it, it really is. And seeing Ali Catch pile drive both uh, Cardona and Chelsea and, and get the pin, I thought that was absolutely awesome. You know, she's another one that, you know, it's so early in her career, and you could see how, I mean, the match with Thunder Rosa that they had in, in, in Jersey, I thought was Again, very, very good. And you got, I could talk about a lot of things. Look, that Trey Baxter, Ari Sterling match was pretty good too. It's just, thank God they were Blake Christian and Alex Zane. And those are two other guys that, you know, my God. And we got about 40 seconds here, Kevin. But I mean, talk about the sky being the limit and where GCW is when people look at it and go, well, it's just garbage wrestling. It's death matches. It's this. It's like, no, it's not. And it's guys like those two that are going to continue to elevate things. Absolutely. Wrestling, to me, it's a, a carnival show in the sense that it's a variety show. There has to be something for everyone. For every Jacob Fatu, there must be a, 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 a cruiserweight. You know what I mean? Like You have to have that diversity in sizes and styles. Who doesn't like a little violence mixed in with the lucha, mixed in with the scientific, mixed in with John Gresham? I mean, that's variety is the spice of life. I love these shows because of that. You get Jonathan Gresham, Ninja Mac, who... Ninja Thank Mac you. You is going Ninja to be Mac on this show now on the same. Bill. Oh my Go ahead, god! Mike. Yes, you know what I'm yeah, saying. And you get, you get that, and it's just it's fantastic. And I can't wait. Ninja Mac is going to be on the show, Kevin. I got to throw in uh, a question about the Indie Wrestling Hall of Fame because I love that concept coming up. Everybody going to have to put a bow on this show. I don't want to. Kevin Gill is going to be back again to co-host this thing very very soon, so we can talk for longer. But if I talk for any longer, we won't get to the break. Wrestling Observer Live. Do you need to sell your home? If you've sold a home before, you remember how stressful and expensive it was. Sold.com is here to help you sell your home for the most money and with the least amount of stress. There are new ways to sell your home that you've never heard of before. Did you know there are companies who will offer you cash for your home? Did you know you could trade in your home for a new one? Did you know there are realtors who will sell your home for a flat fee instead of an expensive commission? It's true. Sold.com services are free. So if you're looking to sell, make this free phone call right now and learn how your next home sale can be faster and easier than you ever thought possible. Pick up your cell phone and call right now. 800-449-1759-800-449-1759-800-449-1759. Again, that's 800-449-1759. 1759. Hello? You there in the car. Listen, if I was a cop, I'd pull you over and ask to see your insurance. Woo! I bet that would scare the heck out of you. <laughs> but seriously, I still want you to get your insurance papers out. Whoa! That's ridiculous! Look, we all have cars. That means insurance. But newsflash, you don't have to pay a fortune for it. What smart people all over the United States are doing is saving hundreds of dollars hauling AIS insurance. Some of you could be saving up to $600 a year. Maybe with an extra $600, you can get your car washed at least once a month. I mean, come on, look at it. Look, my job is to help you save money on your car insurance. So pick up the phone, call AIS Insurance right now, and get your car washed please. 800-756-3744. 800-756-3744. 800-756-3744. That's 800-756-3744. Do you love driving, but you don't love your car payment? 
Open Road Lending can reduce your car payment by as much as $100 a month or more. It's easy to refinance your car payment. Just call today to get your no-obligation quote and find out how much you can save. To qualify for a lower car payment, your car should be less than 10 years old, have less than 125,000 miles, and you've made at least six on-time payments. Call Open Road Lending today to learn how you can lower your rate and your payment by refinancing. It's easy, only takes a few minutes, and there's no cost or obligation to apply and get approved. Call today and see how much you can save. 800-871-9417. That's 800-871-9417. Terms and conditions apply. Financing is available with approved credit. See openroadlending.com for details. Welcome back to the show. Mike Zipper, Wrestling Observer Life. Dom with the, the good music right there. Kevin Gill, GCW Wrestling, so many other things. We only got about two minutes left, my man, but I had to ask you about this. The Indie Wrestling Hall of Fame will be taking place Saturday, January 22nd, the day before GCW is in Hammerstein at the Cutting Room in New York. Dave Parazak, one of my all-time favorite people ever to be involved in wrestling, and I can admit this since he's not listening to this show, of all of the people that I got to meet for the first time, who I've corresponded with for forever at that GCW show, he was the one I was actually most honored and happy to see because he's just been always there, and I've always been in a lot of, of awe about all of the things he's done, he's accomplished, and he has been around, including I just I just tons of, of incredible Dennis Corluzzo stories for sure. But, <laughs> you know, he's going to be going in. Nobody's uh, said that to induct him yet, but Jerry Lynn by Sean Waltman, Homicide by Chris Dickinson, Ruckus by Sanjay Dutt. Just a little bit about what that's all about. Well, the Indie Wrestling Hall of Fame is an event I feel like is long overdue, and kudos to Game Changer Wrestling and Orange Crush for having the huevos to pull it off at such a beautiful uh, uh, and historic venue like the Cutting Room in New York City to honor people like Dave Prezak, the salt of the earth, who's also been uh, digitally reissuing and, and physically reissuing a lot of great shimmer material which you can get from him but i'd like to give you my, well, what a night the love in the room the feeling in the room the vibes in the room um did you mention uh, homicide being inducted by chris dickinson as well yes homicide by chris dickinson ruckus by sanjay dutt and jerry lynn and og by sean waltman yeah let they're me all give you an exclusive there. let me give you an exclusive tracy smothers is being inducted into the indie wrestling hall of fame that, my friend, is awesome and an awesome way to end the show. Tracy Smothers, a legend, a legend for so many wrestlers, young wrestlers who have come up. He didn't get bitter about the business. He gave back to the business and kept teaching. Kevin Gill, you keep grinding. Can't wait to have you back on the show. Thank you, everybody, for sticking around. Thank you, producer Jared, producer Dom, and everybody else involved in making this show happen. We shall talk to you again after a while.